The GXP Podcast is brought to you by Generation X Productions. Generation X Productions is your premier DJ, photo booth, and uplighting entertainment company in the northeastern Iowa area. Since 1995, Generation X Productions have been providing exceptional wedding services, corporate events, school dances, and bar and nightclub services that exceed expectations. Go to gxpdjs.com to book your event today. GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. All right, welcome to the GXP podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode up in the 30s. We don't even know what episode. I think it's like 38 or 39. 38 maybe? I don't know. No, I think so. I think it's 38. I think it's 37. No, I just did 37, I think. Are you sure? I th- no, I'm not. I, uh, I don't either, and I have no clue. I, I think I'm it's 38. You yeah, you're making me question it. Uh, <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, thanks everybody who has been listening to the GXP podcast on your precious time. I know your time it's is a precious. a lot of people. <laughs> in a lot of nations. In a lot of states. In a lot of weird states, like Delaware. Delaware. Thank you, yeah, Delaware, for listening. People in Delaware? Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, got that Dover audience? Who yeah, lives you, in you, Delaware? Have to have yeah, you forward got that, that Dover audience? Oh, there we yeah, go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two uh, great people in the studio. One has already been here before, but the other one has not. So uh, let's give it up for our guy, Nassar Cooper, returning. Hello, Nassar. Hello. Hello. There you go. I like that. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got the mighty Justin Crippen finally in the motherfucking studio. Yeah. I'm going to clap for that. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all It only took us four times. Four times to book it. Yes, yes. 45 minutes late, you know, that type of thing, you know. We, we had to rebook the gig a few times, you know. We did, yeah. We, we, you know. We've done that in the past. Uh, not like this. <laughs> no, not, no, not like this, never. Oh, jeez, dude. This is awesome, man. Uh, now, or, uh, Justin, uh, you are a staple in the community in the 319 area as being a great musician, great guitarist. Uh, your family has been in the music industry for a while. Sure. And yeah. you've been a great friend to me for... Fuck, man, 20 years? Yeah. 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. Are you getting crazy? God, oh, yeah. Hard. Oh, I'm my God. old, man. You look good. Father time good. undefeated. Jesus Christ, man. You still got your hair and you look great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, it's holding on for dear life. No, you, you're, you're in good shape, man. Yeah. I mean, the hairline's going up you since know, I first met you. It's moonwalking a little bit. Yeah, but, mine you know. did that at 16. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. Hey, it's less coverage, but you still have complete full coverage where you have it. 100% yeah. full that's... coverage. You don't need to put sunscreen on your head in the summer. Right. I do. Yeah. Very much. Actually. I just don't go in the sun. Also, I just I just want to make a note. That Justin Crippen is the greatest man in the world for me. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, this wow. is my. This wow. is my. Like your BFF? Like beyond that, like the person that knows everything about you and is that person in your life that you can go to and not 
and you know they're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I can agree with you because every time I've talked to this man, he's been the realest motherfucker I've I, ever I'm met. I'm telling my you, life. hey, sometimes you know? sometimes he's just that ear to listen to me. Sometimes he's that dude that just needs to tell you what the f are you doing. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows he knows how to gauge the temperature of what what I need. This is this is my this is my number one confidant. In the you whole know world. what's funny is because when I so everybody knows when I tried to book now, or uh, Justin number one. When I tried to book Justin, his first thing was, well, can, Na- or can Nassau come on with me? Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't come on without you, is the thing. That's the cool thing. Yeah, understandably. Yeah. He's, he's, Not, he's, he's a little more of a talker. You know, for, a little more yeah, so this is going to help him. But <laughs> but also, I feel like it's, you know, as we're talking about like us musically and getting into this whole thing. Like, there's a very big part of my musical development that people don't know about like especially like you know basically everything that i end up becoming musically was because and honestly i would say in a two-year period from 1997 to 1999 uh my interaction with justin and we were in the band i'm sure we'll get into that and writing music with him like this was the first person i wrote music with like on a regular basis where you're just wow like all the time. I didn't know this about you guys. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like I would not be the musician that I have been throughout the years and the situation I was in without him. And a lot of it, I would say probably I owe all that to Justin and Kirkwood Community College. I was in the jazz band. I was a jazz choir there. And at the same time was just like freelancing, like writing acoustic music with him. And that really kind of, was the base for everything that would end up coming. And we're listening to Nassau Cooper, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I mean, just just to make sure people know, I mean, wow. I had no idea about any of this. Yeah. I mean, we had you on as a featured guest and you didn't indulge in any of that stuff. No. No. There's there's a lot, I guess. Uh, Yeah, well, that's why we have you back. There's enough for for more than one podcast. Yeah. Yeah. As far as our history goes. And, uh, yeah, we started in essentially Iowa City. I mean, we met here. I've known Nassar since he was 12. Maybe. Really? Ish. Some of the neighborhood. Ish. Yeah. When I was in sixth grade. That's 28 years ago. So sixth grade yeah. is like 11, 12, right? 10, 11, 11, 12. Because he was in my brother's class. Curtis okay. is at Wash. I love Curtis, by the way. Yeah, Curtis is great. Uh, so they were in the same class together. So Nassar would come over to the house all the time. I was obviously the older brother, four years older than them. Okay. So we never actually went to wash together, but my brother and Nasser went to wash. They're in the same class. Okay. So they were really good friends coming up. And then I was just going over to my dad's house and banging on acoustic guitar, writing music. And your dad plays. Yeah, my dad, he plays bass and has been in the music scene for 40 some odd years. Oh, that's great. So uh, we were just kind of playing together. I was just writing. I just kind of picked up a guitar one day because I really was inspired by like the Seattle sound. Um, a lot of different artists sure. that were coming up that were just kind of, I felt like just expressing themselves in a manner that I hadn't seen in the like pop arena. Not that those guys were pop, but sure. they eventually no, came that way. Yeah. And so I had always written lyrics, poetry. So I was like, hey, why not pick up a guitar? See if I can do it. And so I started doing that and then found out Nasser could sing and sing really well. Very well. I'm like, hey, man, you sing way better than I do. Oh, jeez, guys. <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you come over here and uh, sing with me and make my song sound way better? But you and, can scat, though. 
Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I, rap. Have, I have I have a I have a small toolbox of things yeah. I can pull out and do vocally, but you know, Nasser is an actually you know accomplished singer. He is. Or I'm more just a vocal stylist, I guess you would call it something along those lines. So, yeah, Nasser was moving up to Iowa City at the time when uh, Sarah and I were going there. My wife Sarah, your wife, we were, yeah. Yeah, we were going there um, at the time, and so he came up and he was doing band stuff there. He was actually um, part of the band at Iowa, nice. the marching band, nice. for a little while. I didn't know that. Right, G. <laughs> Played that gangster clarinet in the marching band for a year at Iowa. Yeah, Son, what? Yeah, he did. He crushed Woodwind. it. High stepping, baby, and everything. I'm going to tell you what. Crushed it. Woodwind. Hey, listen. Woodwind. Hey, I'm going to tell you this much. <laughs> hey, I, I have. I have. I was like, man, why you why worked you at bars? <laughs> I have traveled this country playing in bands. Hey, nobody partied harder than the University of Iowa marching band. Those were. The roughest drinking days of my life. Oh, really? I'm telling you, man. I heard, it the, was... I heard the tuba section is legendary. Oh, hey. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, man. Beer bonging through tubas? Hey, right? hey bro. <laughs> hey, you know what a tin man is? No. you never been a part of a tin man? Besides Wizard of Oz? Oh, no. the tin man, bro. This is what a tin man is. Each, in, each individual group of musicians, like each instrument, uh, <laughs> had, 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 had a pony keg. So... Pony so, kegs, which so, are not so, a thing so, anymore. So the clarinet, yeah, the no. clarinets and the flutes, you know, the like, you know, like <laughs> the, sous- I... the sousaphones, the trumpets, the whatever. You each had ten people from your group on a pony keg. And the goal is to drink the pony keg as fast as you can. So ten people on a so pony ten keg. people point gallons, beers, eight point eight point six gallons, a pony yeah. keg as fast as you can, or eight point four gallons. The only. Rules no. for elimination. Yeah. 16.8. No. Are you can't spill any of it. Quarter cake, yeah. So somebody you can't spill any of it. You can't spill any of it. You have to drink all of it within the 10 people. And you cannot vomit on the ground. So in like a bag or something. Or you can't vomit, period. If you vomit in your cup, you if you tr- drink it, you're still <laughs> in. Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. It was intense. Like you just have to finish it, whatever comes of it. You drink all the beer, you drink any of the vomit that comes, whoever finishes it, it's done. I, 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 could, watched, I couldn't have been in that band. I, I, I'm no. telling you, bro. I watched, Fuck that I, band. I, I watched dudes vomit in a cup and drink that shit Dude, down. How so did they you vomit in a cup and spray all out over the place? Well, if you did, then you lost. You had to, hey, listen, these are professional drunks <laughs> at an early like, age. I'm like, telling this. Put I, a seal around hey, your mouth and chin. Hey, <laughs> I, hey I, I participated for one year. No. I went and watched it another year. It, that, that was a real thing. I don't know would if you still do, it, do the Would man. you do it again now? Absolutely not. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's an absolutely no way. extremely no. ridiculous. We're just 10 minutes in, and, <sighs> and you're talking about vomiting in your cups to the, make sure that. Yeah. Yeah. Your Shout out to the University of Iowa Marching Band. Early, the Woodwinds uh, made 90s, it. The Woodwinds oh, no, we never, no. Hey, listen. It was always between like a brass group or the drums. I mean, it, this was. So what's up with the Tin Man then? Tin. Because you had 10 people on the pony tin man. A Tin Man. Not a Tin Not man. Tin Man. Like, so, oh, tin okay. Man group. A God, Tin Man That group, flew yeah. right over my bald head. I, it's I, called I, the Tin Man. <laughs> yeah. The Tin Man. You know, I would like. I would like to. No, I wouldn't. I'd like to bring yeah. the Tin Man back for like a one-off event. But yeah, do it in your parking lot. That was a shit. Yeah, yeah no, do that, it in your parking lot. <laughs> no, no. Hey, listen. No, thank you. Oh my god. No. So yeah, he was with the the 
the Mar- marching, the marching band. band. <laughs> yeah, the Obviously, band. he was never sober. Uh, no, we were sober. <laughs> we were sober a lot, like most of the time. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. This jokes me. But also, got really drunk. We got drunk. Hey, work hard, play hard. Hey, it was yeah. either zero or nothing. The right. yeah. yeah, blow zeros or you know possibly uh, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Let's drink a pony keg. Right. There's ten of us. <laughs> Yeah. Throw up in your cup. So yeah, up in Iowa City, I would say we probably put together like 25 songs, and uh, we performed out a little bit in Iowa City. Actually, uh, Kevin B- Kevin BF Bird actually. I love Kevin. BF we would Bird. we would go on Mondays to see him at Sam's Pizza. Uh, sometimes like Eric Madison and Andy Parrott, and he nice. gave us he would take these breaks and. We told him we did a little music, and he gave us kind of our first shot to get up in front of some people and play some of our music. Yeah, pretty Kevin cool of him. Did. Yeah, Kevin did. Shout out. Wow. Yeah, hey. Yeah, out. He, we need hey, to have Ke- him on Ke- here, too. Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, you definitely have I got had, to have him I heard on him here. on the uh, Cedar Rapids music scene uh, podcast with Mike with Schulte. Schulte? Them. Dude, that was a hey, good. Shout out to Schulte. Oh, dude, yeah. Schulte was on here. The, yeah. yeah. And it was a great cast oh, because Schulte's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, he's he's great. Schulte is the kind of person that if you talk to somebody and somebody had negative stuff to say about Schulte, you would question them. You kick like, him in the what, nuts. What, 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 no, what, right? fuck what, you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's I have a handful of people in my life like that. Man, shout out to Schulte. That dude, love you, Schulte. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when he was on the uh, Cedar Rapids Music Scene podcast, he told the story. Uh, BF Bert did, and he told the story about how he. Uh, wanted to play at a bar and the owner's like, well, I only pay $150 a night or whatever the amount was. Right. And, and BF Bert's like, all right, well, you know, let's go up to the bar and celebrate this new contract that we're going to do every Friday night. And, uh, the bartender's like, what shot do you want? And he goes, well, I'll take that shot right up there. And the bartender goes, no, that's, that's $30 a shot. That's a really nice bottle. And he goes, that's funny. I only pay $3 a shot for my whiskey. And the bartender or the owner looked at him and goes, "See what you're saying? <laughs> That's fucked up. That's 100 percent right. And brilliant. Can I, you can't put it across the board brilliant. like that, you know. And I've told the story a couple times on this podcast, but you know, people listen to different episodes and everything. And I like that's why I want BF Bert to come on. So if you ever listen to this, BF Bert, please come on. He'd be awesome to be. Yeah. Oh, hey, he's, I'm gonna message great. him. He's awesome. Hey, he's. I would love to. Yeah, I would. I would love to actually would be, be cool. on that cast. No, yeah, hey. I mean, he's one of the best. One of the best artists in the. I'll area. make that happen. Hundred percent, I think he is. You know, and oh, he played like, question. Yeah, he question. played afternoon without shows. Question. He played morning shows for like the church, uh, third shift people, and everything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, the guy was brilliant. The the greatest voice around here, without question, oh, in my right. mind. And hey, and the reason that I play acoustic guitar, because even though he wasn't playing acoustic guitar. But him singing over acoustic, being played by actually Andy Parrott, who actually ended up having play with me in several situations. He ended up joining the Soul Tribe at the yep. end, and when I did my solo band thing, and I was doing like the stuff I did for Nashville, he like actually was this, one of his songs was one of the songs that we uh, put on that little demo EP thing we did. Um, but yeah, one of the biggest influences in my life musically. Without question, Kevin Burr. There was literally a window between 97 and 99 where me hanging out. And that's so funny. This is all coming together. We never talked about any of this. But me hanging out with this guy and writing music and going to see Kevin Burt play at Sam's Pizza acoustically 
because in, in my world that wasn't even a thing you know what i'm saying like you hear music on but like i had never seen anybody play acoustic and it happened to be two of the greatest people still to this day for me and yeah. guitar and you know kevin singing like that opened up a whole new mindset for me musically and like just the idea of like how you could write something and just have these elements of music that you could expand on because like you know you write a song and you do it acoustically because I'm, I'm not an accomplished guitar player but i have enough you know tools to like be able to write sometimes and i can take those ideas and give them to other musicians who can fill in the gaps for you and that's kind of a beautiful thing musically how that works because it's you know, a wonderful be- it is because like thing. people yeah. like me and justin who maybe have this creative flair or drive or not as skilled technically for you know the elements of music that you need to paint the whole picture uh a lot of those people don't have the ability to maybe think creatively or write you know it's it's been amazing to me throughout the years the number of people that i've played music with who are just technical monsters but the creative process as far as like writing their own stuff that's just not you know what their forte is and that's kind of the beauty of I guess music or anything in life, you know, it takes all kinds of people to do every job. hundred percent, hundred percent, you know, absolutely. And when you started getting into music, you said it was at a young age, right? Um, I actually didn't pick up a guitar until I was like 21, What? but, but I've always been a huge music fan. I mean, I grew up, my dad was obviously around it the whole time, but I kind of grew up more playing sports and you know, that type of thing. I was obviously always a big fan of music. I grew up on the classic rock end with my dad. He was huge in like Eagles, Beatles. I love the Eagles and the Beatles. And then of course, you know, turned seven, eight, and I really get into hip hop, rap. I mean, that really just kind of took over my world for a while. Dancing, Michael so, Jackson, all that sweet. stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was kind of a weird culmination growing up of like all the classic rock stuff, you know, intertwined with all the rap stuff and. You know, you kind of have your parents like, why are you listening to Two Live Crew? Throw that tape away. And you're like, no, it's the best thing ever. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I would say actually like 87, 88 is probably to me like the pinnacle of uh, hip hop. Absolutely. With like Public Enemy, NWA, Slick Rick. LL Cool J. Yeah, all that stuff. Beastie Boys. Yeah, Yeah. that's the stuff I grew up on. And so I kind of latched onto that. And then obviously breaking down the door for me to want to go into music was more along the lines of like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, which came out yep. 90, 91. And so I kind of decided, hey, maybe I should pick up guitar and try this myself and surround myself with a lot of great people over the years who, like Nasser said, can kind of help bring that vision or that song that I had more to life. So I've dealt with a lot of great, you know, artists, singers, musicians over the years. So... That's yeah, awesome, that's kind of how it all came about. I first met you in like like 2000, 2001. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, cocktails. Cocktails, yep. Yep. And uh, uh, I remember seeing you on stage for the first time doing your thing up there. And I don't know if Nasser was with you or not. I'm not 100% sure, but I remember listening to you scat. Oh, sure. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. It was so cool. Like, you know, you, you, you didn't hear a lot of people doing this, especially on like a, like an acoustic set. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you just went to town, man. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to know this guy. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, 
I don't know, maybe like some Anthony Kiedis type stuff yeah. from Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I don't know, Rage Against the Machine, that type of stuff influenced sure. me, you know, kind of more in the rock realm. Yeah. Those guys were definitely heavily influenced over the kind of the way I try to present my voice because I knew I wasn't like a pure singer. So it kind of helped to have those avenues and those influences to give me an avenue to go down. It was neat, man. Yeah. It sounded so good. And that's what literally was like, I need to know this guy. Right. Yeah. And awesome. uh, I think shortly after that, I started DJing there. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then we we became friends and business partners and everything else. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because I started booking there probably in like 2005. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when I really started to talk to you all the time. Yeah. Every other time before then, it was, you know, hey, in passing, this and that and the other thing. And same with you, Nasser, too. I think it was around that, that, that same time frame. You know, I, I was kind of a, a new DJ in Iowa at that, or in, in Cedar Rapids at that point. You know, I, I was I came from Dubuque in 98, and so everybody's kind of like, eh, what's, what's this guy up to? What was your first year DJ in Cedar Rapids? Uh, my first year was 99. 99. Yeah. Okay. That was probably, yeah. So we all kind of like, yeah. I mean, even though I was in Cedar Rapids, I like with Iowa City, but that's pretty much when I, I came started back. I started 95 in 99, 2000. I started 95 in Dubuque. Well, I that's worked, just weird. I, I work K-Live 105. Are you from Dubuque? No, I lived there for nine years. But you're, Are you from Cedar Rapids? Yeah, I was born in Cedar so Rapids. That's just so weird how we all were from here and then left and, and came all kind of came yeah. on the scene like in 99, 2000. Yeah. Because yeah. it was because everybody still, I saw a lot of people call it Kurtz, but for me, it was always Bricks. I was never there when it was Kurtz. I, I don't oh, know yeah. about it. Was, it was but but, that, yeah. but literally, it was like 99 to 2000 was when it changed. Yeah. You know what's so funny? So literally like two days after it changed the bricks, I was like, hey, well. You know what's so funny? I DJed at White Star the other night, right? And this uh, old guy, uh, older guy was in there, and, and he's like, yeah, you do a really good job here, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, I was loading my stuff out, and he's outside, and he's like, what's your name? And, you know, I told him. He goes, huh, well, I'm Kurt so-and-so. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he goes, he I was Kurt from Kurt, the, the old owner. And oh, wow. are you yeah. kidding? No, no. And he goes, you know, I open up this uh, this bar venue only a couple times a year. And I said, oh, the tycoon. He goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you you own the building of bricks too. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I know exactly who you are, man. <laughs> right. You know. Um. And, and he was just so intrigued, like. How the hell do you know me? And I'm like, well, you tried to fight me one night when you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew Munson had to break it up because you know, I was going to kill the dude. <laughs> and he's like, he owns the fucking block, man. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You can't That's fight not this. a battle yeah. you want. Can't fight this dude or all the Yeah, no, but he was like so intrigued. He's like, man. You want to play it, you know, at the tycoon? I'm like, listen, that's that's Jamie and Rick's joint, you know. I mean, right. that's their spot, man. Like, they always play there in, uh, on St. Patty's Day and New Year's, or the three days a year you open the fucking spot. I'm not about to step on anybody's toes in this town, man. You know. Yeah, you, you uh, and I'm going to charge that. them way more than they probably would, anyways. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I get that's, yeah. that's fair. Too. I'm rich. Hey, I'm rich. hey, <laughs> I, hey! I, I I will say this. Can I say this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is it? <laughs> the fact that I said that it just makes it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the resurgence of the respect and love for the DJ and what it can do for a place. You know, and, I think it's a beautiful thing, and the respect yeah. for other DJs that I mean, some DJs I have for the agree. in this town. There's some that don't give a fuck and they'll undercut everybody, but uh, for the most part, I think the DJ scene in this town, we have a lot of love for each other and we look out for each other. Well, 
and and I I just I think that you know, hey, everything goes in waves. It happens with bands around this town, and sure. it happens, you know, with DJs. I think now, I think we're seeing, but I feel like at the end of the day, you you're gonna get your flare ups, and you're gonna get your spots where something is popular, or whatever. But what is quality and what is good? You know, over the long run, over a ten or fifteen Longevity or twenty year everybody. period, yeah. is always going to rise. You know, there's going to always be things that will flare up, and I am just kind of hoping that this is a trend that continues. I think it will. Uh, to be honest with you, you know what? I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but what I've done with everybody in this town, I've tried to make an alliance. And I try to make everybody as much money as possible, and and to get get the respect and recognition that they deserve. You know, I'm not out here to undercut anybody. I'm not out here to to make a monopoly. I'm out here to set a a a, a standard bar and say, hey, um, let's everybody meet that, and then we're all going to get compensated for it. And there's enough business in this town that that everybody can take care of themselves. Same with bands. You know, same with acoustic artists. We don't see the acoustic artists out as much as we did 10 years ago or 15 no. years ago. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I think the DJs have taken over some of that stuff because of how versatile a DJ can be. However, I think the power of an acoustic artist is amazing. I, I miss that. You know, I mean, you don't see Bruner out like he used to be. We don't see you out like he used to be, Justin, yeah. or Nassor. Like, I love listening to you. Nassor, you used to get fucked up and just put on a great show. Yeah, but that was, no, <laughs> no, no. See, here's the I'm thing. I'm fucking with you, but I'm just I know, saying but you here, had a good but, time. But I, I know. Here's the thing about that, though. I, oh, I definitely think that we used to, you know, get all litty litty and, and have a good time, but... You know, the, I don't. I this. It's been a handful of years, but I just really. I miss you. Back so I, life, I, man. I don't like playing. I don't like singing when I'm really drunk like that. No, but and I, I can't believe I did it as much as I did for I miss as long Justin as I did. I'll be honest. When's the last time you played a show? Uh, 2015, 16. Okay, like that, really? So we're talking. I still, I still play. When? A handful of shows a year. I still play Unipornix. Unipornix just dropped a single. You, no, hey, like, but, but you with but, a guitar and a microphone. That's fine. Okay, sure. so how was that? I played acoustic awesome. show. I played Saturday at Kale's thing. Oh the yeah, the Beardish Trapaganza. Yeah, 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 but when when was the time before that? I Did mean, I play acoustic? <laughs> Last year, the beard of <laughs> See what yeah. I'm saying? Come on, guys. Hey, Let's hear you also, some the, also yeah, can, I, can, can, can I get a reprieve for... Yeah, I mean, got, I, I have done some other shit this year, no, though. You know, I've been of kind of things, busy. But I'm saying Nessa Cooper as an artist, I miss. I know, but hey... I'm wait, just saying I miss hey, it. A big reason for this whole bar thing... And I miss thing, Justin Crippen as an artist out In there, the long run... Know? Hey, this yeah. whole big... The, in the long run, this whole thing is... As much time as I'm putting in now, and I'm always going to have to put in time, but... Hopefully it gets to a point where it gets set to where in my free time I will have hours to spend working on music things. And I already have some things in place. Like this is all a part of the whole plan. Like I'm going to turn 
that place into a music venue as well. And we're already in the works for doing an '80s house band there. So, but what like it'll be me and a lot of the let soul me ask you this though. Okay, at your at your bar right now, the Rewind, which is fucking extremely popular. Everybody <laughs> loves the place. So take a night that is not very busy, right? And once a month, do a Nassar Cooper acoustic hour and a half of just '80s and '90s music, and you would pack that motherfucker. Because people would love to come out and hear you. I'm just saying it's an idea. And then you bring your buddy Justin Crippen in too, and you guys have a duo. I mean, that'd be fucking awesome. And then you take yeah. the money. You take, I, you I'm know, not. I'm just saying I, I, that'd I, be no, fun, hey, right? That, that'd probably be more I of know. a Nasra thing than me. No, <laughs> no, because if I, no, hey, listen, no, because, no, hey, listen, 80s, if I did 90s. that thing, yeah. here's what I've also learned I don't really like playing. By myself, okay. it's just not as much fun. But hey, I can still so do the. Crippen, hey, I can still do the. Around. I can still do the. <laughs> I can still do the acoustic thing and invite a handful of my friends and you know all the people. Like, Gee, hey, people would come. I'd you come. know, it's like, a Tuesday night. You well, know, uh, probably yeah. a Thursday night. But I mean, doing the acoustic well, no. thing. Oh, we, or do it before the DJ or something like that. Uh, I'm probably just do it on a Thursday night, like well, instead of the DJ. Perfect. And yes. Lou. And like, yeah. oh, hey, and also we've also been. I think where music will ultimately land there will be on Thursday nights, and then also Saturday like afternoons before the DJ. Yeah, we'll build Three you. To six. We'll, we'll build you a portable stage. Actually, that you can. Or maybe like like a six to nine kind of thing. Yeah, and then just do DJs like nine thirty or ten. Yeah. To, Dude, that'd be great. So we build I mean, you a that's... little six-inch stage that sits back there. No, yeah, hey, that's also wall, part of the plan. And you put that down, and then the DJs can play on it. And, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, yeah. Dude, dude, you, I mean, shit. I'm, I'm kind that's... of Nassau, though. Like, the, the, the solo acoustic gig is fun, and it can be lucrative for your three or four hours spent. But it is a tough gig. Yeah, but an hour and a half. Hey, you you're right. An hour sure, and a half, yeah, two hour hours max. That's, that's, that's not bad. Taste because people well, actually seen... for me right now. That's, that's but the, I mean I the joy of music, shit. especially coming from more of a songwriter. Out. To me, the joy in it is sharing that with other musicians, and we can create a song that's together. That's way more fun. Yeah, it's just a lot more fun. You know, I mean, at the time when so I was like doing gigging, a lot of gigging, is not that fun to do like an acoustic act. I'm not, just not. Hey, listen, not for me anymore. It used to be. I used I'm to just trying it. to wrap my head around it because, like, as a DJ, it's always so. I used to enjoy it a lot more than you I know? currently do. Currently, right now, it seems like something that I would never do again. Honestly. Well, it's also something <laughs> you haven't been doing, so it just true. feels That's like true. a whole, you know, it's just a different world than getting get, getting into a room and creating something with other people right. that you feel you're like proud of and in a studio that yeah. is recorded on and everything else right sure or just creating a song you know with five other people or four other people that's sure. really what i'd rather if if i had ideal like musical situation to pick it would be if i had time to dedicate to like doing a steely dan type project of whatever level that you're on from yeah. the regards from the standpoint that like Steely Dan would you know if they'd write their songs they had a bunch of like every song that they wrote they would bring in all their groups of friends of musicians who were all world class and they would have like you know what I'm saying like three people play everything so there'd be like three drummers three bass players three guitar players hmm. you know for each part and each person has their own flair and sensibility, and then they would just basically be like, "Well, we like these people from this stuff, and then we're wow. gonna put all those people, and that's how we make our record." 
So so they basically explored all the options and let all the musical influences kind of, you know what I'm saying, in their People life. People don't get butthurt about that, though? They came in? Uh, not, when, not when you get hired for a session. Like, you get paid regardless. No, of, I know, but yeah. the people who don't get hired, you know, I mean. No, but so, they still got paid. Oh, they get paid regardless. For, for the yeah, session. For the session. Oh, it's a studio oh, session. Okay. So basically right. they would do like studio sessions like with multiple groups of people right. who are getting paid scale for whatever. And at that point, though, you know, it's just like, hey, it's kind of like having DJs at the Rewind. I mean, it's like you don't get mad that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a, you know what I'm saying? It's a profession. Sure. So it's like, hey, you, there's different DJs that DJ every night. And like for me, it's like, hey, I just want the DJs to be of a certain quality. I don't care who DJs there as long as you're because we're at uh, that as, benchmark. As, as long yeah. as you meet mm-hmm. that benchmark. Yeah. And I've been blessed. Yeah. I've got four of the best. Hundred percent. I do. Thank you. I I, that. Hey, yeah. man. I 100%. do. I feel. Hey, I feel blessed well, to have you we guys. We feel say, blessed hey. that we have a place that is that you have that that basically books the shit out of us. Yeah. Hey, man. Out of all the and I, and, and hey, and I feel like I'm glad to see that that's kind of breathe a bit of breath of life for you guys and for other people to be like yeah this is a good thing these is a good thing it's working out for white star you know that's fucking that's everybody's making money it's great everybody's making money and everybody's getting what they're paying for too you know what i'm saying okay hey i I don't I feel like everybody deserves to get paid what they're worth. And there's a lot of people who are like, I feel like you're paying way too much for a DJ in a space. I know people who DJ in other places that don't get paid nearly that much. No. But you get what you pay for, and I feel like it's the best investment. Like every – like I have a benchmark number, and there's been only like two or three times that I haven't had a DJ since I had one, and it's been below that benchmark number. But not every much time below. I've had, yeah. And no, I'm saying it's been below that without a DJ, and every time I've had a DJ, it's been well above that benchmark number. It's not even a question for me. So a lot of things don't always boil down to the ultimate dollar and cents. It's like what is that worth to you? Hundred like, percent. Like, yeah. like, like I said last time with the music thing, you're like, hey, well, if I can't make a million dollars without doing this thing or make reach this certain amount, like the whole the whole selling out or what you're giving too yep, much, yep. it's like it's all relative. Like if I can't reach this mark without that, then why is that, why is that even an issue? If I don't pay this much money for a DJ and get the quality DJs that I get to put myself in this situation, I cannot have the situation I have, period, point blank. And that's, like Fridays and Saturdays from 11 to 2, like those six hours are basically. That's four hours, three hours, 11 to 2. Six hours. 11 to 2? Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Between the two nights. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn, this math is way off. Math, math is hard. <laughs> math, math is hard. Is hard. Well, I was like, like, it's four hours. No, wait, three. I mean, that's that's well, everything I, for I me. I think it also brings a, a atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. also, it's, it, it brings a lot of exposure to your bar, too, because those DJs are bringing people in who maybe wouldn't have came. Well, we talked about this, that uh, to be honest with you, we're not bringing a lot of people. And yeah, we put it out on our Facebook. Maybe we get five or ten people that show up that actually come to see us. Sure. But what ha- what's happening is, is everybody's going to the Rewind because they know it's the fucking spot. Right. You're going to hear a bunch of old school music. It's not new school. You're going to see a bunch of folks that are growing. You're not going to have a bunch of young kids there. And it is a good time. Yeah. You got the space, you got the drinks, and the sound is on point. The DJs are on point. And, you know, 
I mean, Crippen, I gotta I gotta give it up to you, man, because you know, back in the day, you put your faith in me. You're the one who who told uh, Angie and uh, Mike. Mike, yep. you know, no, we need him in here. You know, you hooked up the whole like comedy uh, thing on sure, Thursday yeah. nights and had me in there at least once a month. So I was playing there three times a month. I've been playing at cocktails now like twelve fucking years, thirteen years. Yeah. You know, and it's because of you, buddy. Well, I just I, felt like you needed a residence that you know your people could come to. You created a great atmosphere every time you played. People showed up, had a great time. We great did how drama. many New Year's there? Oh yeah, we did Tons. like four New Year's Eves there. Yeah, uh, you know, we did a bunch of night before Thanksgivings. We did a bunch of uh, 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 Halloween, Halloween yeah, shows. Halloween shows, yep. Dude, you guys have booked me. I mean, probably the most consistent out of any bar in this area. Yeah. So thank you, man. I oh yeah, that no problem. Hey, I, well, and you were there too. Well you know, yeah, hey, it, it would be impossible for me to play any other bar. As much as I've ever played cocktails Dude, for the rest of my life. It's such a neat venue. So, like, it's far enough away from downtown you don't get the riffraff. Right. Okay. Cocktails. And then, it, but it's like it on the edge like, of Marion and so, you so, get so. this huge crowd. Well, honestly, that's why I wanted to, when you brought the comedy aspect, that's why I kind of wanted to bring it in because it's well, away I from didn't. downtown. Michelle did. Well, Michelle did, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was like, this is a great idea, yeah, idea because she is great. there's no comedy anywhere besides downtown. It was a hard room to do comedy because there was people that were at the bar back in the other sure, area playing yeah. pool, yelling, you know, doing their thing. And and it was the same shit every two weeks. Yeah. Um, but uh, it did work, though, man. Yeah, it it, wasn't, really the, it wasn't the ideal venue, but it worked for about a year. Remember we had Tim, Tim Sullivan show up? We Tim had Sullivan's Tom great. Garland. Yep. I mean, both these guys yeah, are those like. Those guys are both great, actually. Yeah. Well, and they're touring all over the country. Yeah. You know, and those are people that, that you know, I mean, Tim didn't get a start there, but he came and did the show for fucking free, man. Yeah. And he killed. He was so fucking funny. Like yeah, he had the he whole is, place was fucking. Exactly and right then right. Tom Garland, uh, I'm trying to get him on here. He's he's touring out in Vegas right now. And, you know, he's he's killing it. But he he got pissed off because the room wasn't quiet and he freaked out on me. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my bar. To <laughs> kick him out. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Love you, dude. But uh, I had to get. Wasn't even my bar. <laughs> right. like, get the fuck out of here. And then, like, so I hit him up on uh, Facebook, Tom Garland, right? And I noticed that our last conversation was ten years ago, <laughs> and it was him apologizing for how he acted. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was like, so by the way, I got this podcast now. <laughs> That's you, you, uh, you, right you owe me one, buddy. I you totally forgot about all of it. <laughs> yeah, literally, funny. yeah. And he was, was like, like, dude, oh. I am so fucking sorry again. I was like, I'm over that shit, dude. Let's yeah, this up a decade. <laughs> yeah, just, just come do my podcast, and we're squared away. Yeah, and he's like, funny. I don't get to Iowa often. You know, can we do a phone in? And I'm like, I'm I'm not there on phone ins yet. So. Right. You know, once we run out of guests here that can actually come to the GXP podcast studios, then we'll start doing phone ins. So, uh, yeah. Well, so, I, I so thank like you, I, Justin, yeah. for clearing your schedule to get down here. Oh, yeah. It was, it was difficult, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a whole lot these evenings now. What do you got going on now, man? I'm just uh, teaching in the school district. That's actually, awesome. I'm uh, doing a lot of subbing. Currently, right now, I'm teaching about the uh, Renaissance era. So that's fun. High school, middle school? Mainly high school. Nice. Yep. Where at? Out at Prairie, mainly. Oh, no shit. Yeah. My daughter goes out there. She's in seventh grade, though. So. Oh, okay. So maybe I'll see her in a few years here. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll tell yeah. her to give you shit. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> she's the sweetest girl in the world. She <laughs> She'd like, be like, my dad said to tell you you stink. I'm sorry. That's not from me. <laughs> that's, <I'm right. laughs> that's exactly what she would say. Like, she's so sweet. That's awesome, well, It's amazing how many people that I grew up with and know now, like, I see their kids 
in school, and it's just it makes us just more experienced, not old. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm well seasoned. <laughs> yeah, seasoned. We're not old yet. Yeah, yeah. We're now you've been seasoned. married to Sarah how long? Uh, we just celebrated our twenty fifth. Twenty five fucking years. Twenty five years. Oh my god, you don't look old enough to be married twenty five years. Well, thank you. Did you marry her when you were five? Super yeah, young though. I mean, yeah, pretty he much. Locked that up. Hey, he locked that up super early. And your wife is beautiful, by the way. Yes, she is. I she way is... out kicked my coverage. She is fucking awesome. Yes. She is one of the coolest chicks that I've ever met in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. She, uh, 25 years. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's one of the first weddings Dude. I went yeah, to. Yeah, and she's, Clearly. You know, she's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Nasser was at our wedding when he yes, was like 15. Was. Yeah, he was 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Super young. Oh, yeah, man. You have the great band. Shout out to uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Bill yeah. Davis. Bill, Billy Davis. Yeah, Night Moves. Night, man, moves, night moves, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I remember that. We had a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. Hey, they were great. Oh, fuck, man. I think uh, Tom Bruner was a part of that at the time. Tom Bruner, shout out, great local yeah, guitar player, sure. singer, songwriter. Uh, yeah, Tommy was in that. Don Timmons, local drummer who passed. You're shouting recently. out some old names here, man. Yeah, you you, <laughs> have, to, you have to be well seasoned like me to know who yeah, these people are. Shit. <laughs> 25 years, man. But, you know, honestly, that's that's, that was kind of part of the, like, booking at cocktails I was excited about when I first took over was, you know, I, I wanted to keep the atmosphere of having a lot of the party bands. And actually, Tori Thompson, who did the booking I love before Tori. me. Tori's great. Toro. Shout out to Tori. Toro. Uh, Tori was doing a lot of this to begin with. He was, you know, diversifying a little bit. I think that's the, how I got in the there. crowd. Is yeah, I think that's probably originally how I got Drew in Drew Munson. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that probably been before Drew. But yeah, Tori was there, like Kevin Nelson, obviously, those guys. But I just kind of wanted to have uh, as much diversity there as possible musically. You know, just kind of bring in, try different things. Um, definitely wanted to push original artists as much as I could. That would allow me to. You know, the original scene's a little tough, you know, in the area. But, you know, I kept with the, the party bands, the fun bands. But I also tried some, you know, heavy metal and hip-hop and djs and alternative and original bands Rollin k and i have uh you know done a lot of shows there and that's oh, actually yeah. turned out really well oh yeah absolutely Rollin's great he's, he's great. a great promoter yeah one of the best in the city by far good good crowd um i remember uh we did something for uh what was the benefit for it, we had andy frasco there Remember, he was there the night before, and he stayed an extra night to do the benefit. Yeah, the, I think that was the second. Corey, Corey Vanderbaugh. Yeah, Corey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And I DJ'd, and, like, you guys are all, Vanderbaugh. everybody was up there. Actually, I, I, I know the, I green, the orange one. The orange one, yeah. yeah I saw one. that rolling around somewhere. Yeah, because I originally brought in Andy and those guys. They were out of L.A. Yeah. And they Andy had hit me Frasco. up on an email, uh, just like the cocktails email, saying, hey, we're doing this Save the Music for the schools. Uh, would you be interested in doing a show? And I was like, hey, my wife's a teacher. Uh, how about we share the show? And I would absolutely love to have the proceeds go to that. And we'll give you guys some you know, travel expenses and a fee for sure. playing it. My band would just play for free. We'll just play a show together. We just kind of hit it off with them. And they came back through maybe about six months later. Yeah. And that's when we did it the was benefit. Like August. For, yeah. Yeah. That's when we did the benefit for Corey and yeah, they stayed. Actually, I think they, was, I think they stayed like a whole week. They did for yeah. a while. Hey, I don't think it was that time, but it might have been the next time. 
Because that's oh, when that, that it was an August. Hey, that was super sure. sweet that we the, got the, to like get some time before he blew absolutely the fuck yeah. up. And, and he was so ride. cool. Because I mean, remember, was... I played that Snoop track with uh, Riders of the Storm behind it, and yeah. then I cut out the bass, and he was doing all the piano with me and Clayton and Andy on the bass yeah. and everything yep. else. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, dude. yeah, Clayton. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember because I was scratching like during your guys' sets and everything, and 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 to me it sounded like gold. It probably sounded like shit nowadays. I don't know. But at the time, uh, at the, at the time we were like, man, maybe sweet. we should, uh, maybe we should make like a little CD or maybe something. Maybe we should maybe. get a DJ. <laughs> right? no, <laughs> man, no, that was that was pretty sweet. Actually, yeah, it was, was a really cool night, man. And it was like a Sunday. It was like a Sunday night too. You I don't know, know what it sound like, but I know it wouldn't be trash. Oh. Was, there was a lot know. of good you know, In my mind, it was hey, that's gold, when he had busy back. That was the first time they came because the first time they ever came through. Uh, he just had, Matt he, he's had Matt Romero on bass and, yeah. uh, and he played at, uh, and it was, it was, uh, Matt, Matt was well, on, on drums Sunday night, and not biz. They played at Mahoney's. They took a, they took a gig there. That would have been, that would have been another time through. Oh, was yeah, it? Because the Corey that. benefit was on a Sunday. No, I know, but I'm saying the time before that they came no, through. Oh, it was after the time. Oh, was, after it after, that. was it after the very okay. first time I'm talking about Ernie wasn't even in the band. Oh, okay. Biz wasn't That's in the band. The, the very first, first time. Yeah, you're the very right. first time it was Biz was the second time, wasn't it? Yeah, the second time through was Biz and Ernie. First time through it was just a three piece. It was just Andy, Matt Romero on bass, Party Bear, female. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party Bear. Yeah. And then a drummer who I, I think his name was Matt as well. I think that's why he went by Party Bear, or maybe it was just a nickname from a crazy party. But yeah, the next time through uh, is when he brought Ernie and Biz, and that's the crew we kind of hung out with a little more, like the next like two or three years rolling through. Did a lot of different jams with them. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, played at DAs. Yeah, DAs. Daniel Arthur's. Yes, I love DAs. Yeah, but as a bitch to load in a lot of there. Played at the Hub a few times. Remember well, the Hub? Chris. For you. Chris, yeah, Chris Peacock. Yeah. Played, played a few jams at the Hub. Dude, me and Big Bang did one of our uh, first concerts there. Oh, Cedar the Falls? Yeah. No, no, the Hub here in C uh, Cedar Rapids. It used it was... to be the old Blarney Stone. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. So there was a salon next oh, door. And on the other side that. of the wall to the hub, they had these glass shelves with a bunch of fucking hair products. Really on them. Forgot about and that. I put six 18s wow. up in that bitch with 20,000. Oh, sure, they were so happy with you. Fuck. They, Chris is like, <laughs> hey, man, we had a killer night last night. On the other note, I know this. I owe the salon $1,500. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you owe them $1,500. It knocked all their shit off and broke their shelves. Wow. And shit. I had six 18s in there, man. Wow. Yeah, that, that place was we had a that. We used a, really, a stage really from cocktails. Like Remember that, oh, that yeah, three-piece stage? The three-piece, yeah. Yeah, so... The risers, and, and, basically. Uh, Every DJ uh, just wants... No, the other one. You guys, Angie Doll. No, it's Angie. No, the other one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what's yep, her name? I, I know you're talking about. Kevin and Angie. And then maybe. No, no, the other one that worked in the office with. Kathy? Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, Kathy's Kathy's like, I'll rent the stage for 50 bucks. I was like, sweet. So I came on my trailer and I loaded it up. And it had like the six legs on each stage, right? And then I put them, and I put three of them out into the hub. And then I put six 18s across the front and stacked the speakers up. And then in the drop ceiling, I zip tied my fucking four bar well, that, was a, that was at the time of the volume, right? Or not the volume. What was, no, what was next that, door? Oh, That was uh, the dance club. Element? Element? No, that was done. Was that done at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then I zip tied so up in the ceiling tiles. Yeah, it was just that that long skinny bar, right? 
And we put like fucking 500 people in there that night. It was Ooh. just crazy. Yeah, that place can't handle that. No. The bathrooms couldn't handle it. No. The place could handle it. Right. <laughs> That's the problem I have, too. What? That's the problem I have at the Rewind. I like I. Yeah, your bathrooms are always trashed. I need more, I need more bathrooms. Well, you need bigger bathrooms. You yeah. only got a toilet and a freaking urinal, and you only got one toilet in the girls, right? Yeah. Good. Keep it classy. Dude, and, get and a you got body. you got fucking two hundred people in there. No, we never have two hundred people in there. One hundred and seventy-five. We never have one hundred and seventy-five people in there. At most, it's been like sixty people, seventy back. He's, like, he's, he's like, he's mind. like, that's my capacity. <laughs> yeah, you're out of your fucking mind. He's, he's no. like, he's like, don't give me. A, don't worry, nobody no. listens to this podcast. Don't no, me, a lot of people listen to this podcast. Don't give me in trouble with the fire department. That's why I have like seventy people in there. Max, Cedar Rapids, yeah, All right. city. All right. That's why your bathrooms look like literally everybody. A just, bomb went off because like eight thousand. It's like it's like three guys. Okay, so wrap their arms around each other with their dicks out and started peeing and then walked in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I walk in, true I'm story. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I have I have like big bar problems in a little bar. It's weird. Well, I you, mean it's I mean it's a good it's first world problems like we said. I'm having good problems, but I I got some stuff I gotta get figured out. Justin, are you still uh, booking for cocktails? Uh, no, not really. Um, I've kind of stepped aside from that. I mean, I've had I've talked with Ryan Evans, the owner. And yeah, we've thrown around some ideas of maybe bringing in some. Uh, they just recently had a band there, uh, maybe about two weeks ago, and maybe reapproaching the live music and maybe I'll be a part of that. I'm not really sure yet. You should he's, be. He's uh, he's got. Some bigger fish to fry right now. Um, yeah, he's so opening a new bar. He's coming on here next week uh, with uh, Brandon Godwin. Oh, awesome! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Yep. So well, when so is that happening? Next Wednesday. There you go. At this nice. time. So so I'll let, I'll let Ryan talk about all the cocktails and that, all the new uh, bar Wednesday. business and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But as of right now, no, I'm I'm not currently actively booking anything there what about uh you and the music scene uh actually i kind of took a step back from it like i said playing about 2015 so I it's know. been about four years it's about time to get back in the saddle huh yeah you know i've been thinking about it uh but lloyd dobler here and say i'm uh, looking for that next dare to be great situation but um no not really i'm just i don't know i've, I've kind of enjoyed my time away from it it was a lot kind of burned on both ends you know yeah Playing a lot, being in an acoustic trio, two full bands, you know, it kind of uh, kind of took its toll and playing 20 years and I felt like it was time to you know, take I, a step back for a moment. I kind of did that a couple of years ago, as you notice. I, I took sure. a step back and uh, I wanted to make sure that I reinvented the image of GXP because uh, we were getting looked at as pigeonholed as only a hip hop company and that's not what we are. Sure. Not, not so ever. And so I rebranded. I uh, reached out in different marketing venues and and reinvented the company to right. not reinvented it, but just rebranded it to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, we love hip hop. Everybody loves hip hop, right. but we are 100% more than that. You know, we bought a photo booth company. Uh, we got uplighting. We do a, a ton of different things different now that we're looked at. And now we're we're getting more business now than 
I was telling Nasser this earlier today. Like, I have to bring on two new DJs next next year because awesome. I lost a shit ton of business last year because I couldn't I couldn't, couldn't handle it. it. Right? Yeah. yeah, and who do you know who you're bringing on? Or are you just you're opening auditions? No, I I got a couple of people. Oh, you know who it is? I do. Yeah, and oh. we're gonna announce it on January first, two thousand twenty. We're, we're, we're like we're like doing all these spoilers. It's like... extremely exciting. Uh-huh. It's awesome. extremely exciting. Uh, do, do I have to wait till the twentieth to find out? Or can I find out off air? Maybe. We'll I will see. keep Maybe. it a secret. I'm super good at secrets. I know, but I'm not gonna tell you on here. Uh, yeah, and so after this, clearly. yeah, we'll but, see. Um, but, you know, one of the guys is extremely well known. Okay, yeah, um, let's 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 put some like put some dude, hints out here for the future. He's extremely well known. It's gonna be a shock to the community that he's normally known in, but uh, it's gonna be a great move both for for both of us um, to have him do a corporate and wedding events. And sure. um, is also it someone from Cedar Rapids? Uh, yes, uh, it is somebody from Cedar Rapids. Is he <laughs> Caucasian or African? <laughs> That's what trying to. <laughs> you don't want to go down the he's, he's trying to ruin your spoiler. No, you're trying to you no, know, trying to spoil know, your and, uh, and then your I, big reveal here. I got a couple I'm different just playing people. Guess who? You know, what I'm <laughs> no, saying? it's going to be fun. Does he have and, glasses? Um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're, we're we're expanding the company. We're getting to the point where. This is exciting, man. Um, we, you know, JXP's been in business twenty four years as of October. That's crazy. Uh, that's awesome. I know, yeah. right? Good for and you, man. That's thank fantastic. You. And 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 you know, the guy that I started it with, his name is Brady Hurt. He's out of Chicago now, and I had my twenty year class reunion back in August, and uh, we met up, and we haven't seen each other in like ten years, yeah. right? At least ten years. Yeah. And he's like, man, dude, you know, I had I had verbatim actually at the class reunion, DJ in our class reunion in Dubuque. Um, cause I, cool. I, I didn't graduate from Dubuque, but I went there three years and I graduated from Cedar Rapids Xavier in 99. Sure. Um, and so, uh, I have verbatim there. So they, they booked GXP to do it. Cause I used to work for K live one five in Dubuque and, um, Brady comes up to me and he's like, man, dude, I, I see you on Facebook. Your business is doing good. When do I get my half? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I'm old a lot. And I said, uh, I knew this day was going to come. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the check's in the mail. <laughs> yeah. At the time, we came up with Generation X Productions back in 1995, 96. Um, and, you know, he had a couple turntables and a Radio Shack mixer, and that's how it all started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he went his separate ways, and I went mine, and I continued with it. And, uh, you know, and I said, you know, man, if I ever make a million dollars off this company, he goes, you haven't made a million dollars yet? Never mind. I don't want a piece. <laughs> I don't know if we That's made funny. a million or not. I don't fucking know, and I don't even care. But right, probably after twenty five years, you'd think so. Right? Twenty four yeah. years, you know, I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say no. Like, I, I think as far as me getting back into music, I think I would be more geared towards the recording end and just trying to. I would love ma- to see ma- you ma- ma- make original music. I'm, I'm more, I'm more interested in that avenue. Kind of like Nasser was saying, like. Get some uh, teams of songwriters, some teams of musicians together, and just kind of hopefully create some great music. Um, the performing aspect, I mean, maybe here and there. I mean, I performed like four times a year. Is all I, I'm I performed with uh, Anna recently. Um, Barnes? We did, yeah, we did a little little uh, acoustic thing. She was doing a showcase for herself, um, some of her music that she was doing with Gerard. So we just did a little God, two, three sing. songs. Yeah, she's amazing. So that's why I was like, hey. She used to run karaoke. So I was like, hey, you should come into the revival and sing some of these songs because I think you would be amazing. And she was. So do you have a a Facebook page or a web page or anything for your group? 
Uh, there's a revival page up. And, uh, unfortunately, we kind of put that up probably about a year before we kind of before I decided to kind of take a break. Okay. So there's so, no new content or anything on there or anything? Nope, nothing new. Get I've, on it, man. I, I, what I have, the fuck? I have nothing new or exciting to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, why did I ask you on this podcast? No, <laughs> because you're, you're an amazing man in the community that, that does, you know, that has had a great influence in music in the community. That's why I, I wanted you to come on, man. You know? well, thank you. I hope so. I mean, I, I definitely love to support live music. Um Obviously, I haven't been out as much as I used to be to support the live music, but I'll be back out on the scene supporting at least. And I know I'm horrible about that too. Maybe maybe play a, a time or two here and there, but yeah, well, that's like the difference now between a decade ago. Like you yeah. just don't have time. Like I get it. Like, I do, but I'd rather watch it. You know, spending time watching with your fucking kids. family yeah. or Family Guy or fucking Modern Family or something. Mm, you know. See, here's the thing. Like, if I'm not getting paid to go out, I have a hard time going out. You know, and that yeah. sounds selfish, but man, I spent so many years going out and spending money, and yeah. I don't want—I don't want to go out and you know and drink and drive and shit. Yeah, you could take Ubers and everything, but you know what? It's not weird at all because I—I I I have always selfish. been the kind of person. I almost say saying that like, I don't like being in places that are busy unless I'm singing or, or getting paid working. for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I mean, when's the last time you guys see me out? Kind of chill. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's been years. Yeah, shout honestly, out to everybody who likes busy there, places. There, there's been keep a, loving busy there's places. Been a, there's been a few times where I've been wanting to go see to. a band at like tailgaters, and I drive by, and the parking lots just jam packed, and I'm like, I nope. just I can't do it. No. You know what it's going to be like, and I love Otis, but you know the yeah, place is going to be. Yeah, I love Otis and be, Kale, and you're just yeah, and it's going to be like, well, I maybe you'll get a drink. Kale Henderson's going to be annoyed. And then the sound in there is probably ran. Yeah. You know, I mean, it all depends who's running sound, but uh, yeah, we had Kale on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just said Kale on. Yeah, you I know, I would to love to come yet. out to the uh, beer to. shaving extravaganza, um, but I have a corporate event I have to do Saturday till eleven, so that means I'll get there at midnight, and then I got to work at five a.m. So Ooh, yeah, that's a rough turnaround. No, but uh, a corporate event for a corporation town. Yeah, 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 for MediaCom. Oh, for Mediacom. Yeah. I was going to ask you if it rhymes with... Shmediacom? Shmediacom. No. <laughs> no. Because no. another certain corporation that always brings in a big artist is doing their oh, thing. Oh, sure. Saturday. I'm glad to think that I'm yeah. a big artist. But, yeah. uh, no. Like Snoop Dogg. Does it rhyme, rhyme, oh, rhyme with like Snow Daddy? Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, Snow Daddy. <laughs> Snow Schmatty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, thank. Shout out to MediaCom because I give you fucking a lot of money every year, but then I get it all back in December when I do your corporate party. <laughs> it's not good, e- good e- trade off. Not even close. No, not, even not, close. not even close. No. No, I was paying two hundred and thirty dollars a month for uh, cable and internet. Yuck. Wow. Now I just went to K- or to uh, internet. And then I got YouTube TV. Yeah. And then my sister hooked me up at Disney Plus, gave me their login. Oh, yeah. I paid $93 a month for internet. Yeah, you go on a vacation with all that saving money. Dude, it's like a thousand bucks a year I'm saving. Hey, get this Mediacom money while you can, bro. Because Mediacom, hey, that that platform is. Definitely getting ready to change it. You know, more the best the part was decade. is when I took so all it my. Just has to. It's about, to be, it's about to be yellow book. I took all yeah, my. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I think, well, no, they got you on the internet though. 
Well, yeah. yeah. And but that's you know the, what? Hey, 90, I'm saying cable. 93 cable bucks a month for internet? It's going to go the way of the that's fucking insane. landline. Yeah, pay, and I, I get pay, one I gig. I get thirty-two dollars a month for internet. Yeah, but I get one. I got kids and everything else here. We got sure. We got three fucking a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of daddy three, going on at well, the same time. A lot of yeah. Time. We have three routers, so like oh, my yeah. TVs are on one, the kids' stuff are on another, and then like I don't know our phones and everything. Well, else. I mean, you got to do the podcast, right? I mean, you need That's the, you not, need as much juice as you can. No, here. I can do that whenever. I mean, this is just recorded. Sure, just portable off the laptop. Yeah. But, nice. you know, I mean, I probably have way more than I need, but I don't want my shit to lag when I'm watching TV. No. That's Fuck the worst. that. That's the worst. So 93 bucks a month, stuff. and that's including taxes? I'm cool with that. Yeah, buffering is not well, cool. Well, yeah, you were paying 230 so you're like, yeah. Yeah. I'll pay almost, you know, a third of that. But, hey, no, quality internet's the way to go, and then just Dude. do your add-ons. That's yeah. the way. That's the way Well, the I got my own. I got my own router instead of using their router. Like, so their sure. router does my TVs, but then I have a dual-band router. That does all our laptops and phones and everything, because I, I I told the guy at Best Buy how many things I have connected, and he goes, "What do you own a business?" <laughs> well, yeah, but no, this is my house, <laughs> and he's like, "We need to go over here." I'm like, 260 dollars fucking." Rent. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, he seen me coming, didn't he? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he seen me coming. <laughs> yeah. like, you, need, you need all this stuff. Yeah, asshole, fuck it. Now I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this. Yeah, this is bullshit. No, you need to talk to my boy Chris Dunn. He will hook you up proper for what? All your technology needs. He's the greatest. He's the guy that did the front screens on my bar. Dude, that's He's the guy that the put my arcade machines. You know, Chris Dunn. Yeah, yeah Chris we'll Dunn is the yeah. greatest. Uh, plugging him the fuck up. Yeah, I am, I will always because he's. That's our shout out all three one nine. I know. Hey, three one nine's been good to me, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to people who've yeah, been good to me. I've met a lot people. of people who've yeah. done, you know, done right by me and really been a blessing in my life. So I appreciate all that. That's and awesome. you two are are a big part of that too. You know, that's what. I love about this podcast more than anything. It's like we've all been friends for a very long time, you know, and done a lot of business together. But to sit down and sit and 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 like talk. When was the last time we've done this? I mean, you did it a couple well, months I, ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's the. I mean, like, I, I. But that's what it's talk about with them. Like, you know, just getting to know you almost a weekly, little bit more. Yeah. Me and Nasser have like you a weekly powwow. Yeah. But you know, you and I have had you know barstool conversations, yeah, or, or you know. know, you know, really to be honest with you, I haven't sat down with you for an hour, an hour but, and a but, half. But catch up and really yeah. like, yeah. hey, what's how you really doing? And that's what's the coolest really, part yeah. about this podcast. Is like, awesome. Hi. You know, and I'm figuring out. You know, finding out so much stuff about people that I've known for 15 or 20 years that I haven't sat down and actually had the time to because either I'm setting up or it's in a setting where there's 200 other people around and you get distracted and this and that. That's the coolest thing about this podcast. And then yeah, people absolutely. can sit there and judge us about it. Fuck it. Yeah. You know? I was say, last time I talked to you, I think, was at Cocktails. You were loading in. And we got to talk for like 20 minutes about the podcast. About the I podcast. You had just started. You were like, yeah. hey, you should Back come in on. June. Yeah. You're like, you should come on. Yeah. And here I am six, six months, months later. later. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Literally. Yeah. Almost six months. To, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, did you, you guys, you and Rollin? And no, it was Tim and I. Uh, we did a duo show there. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, we did a couple so of them. Weird. Then, yeah. It's so weird for me because cocktails was like, the focal point of my life outside of yeah. home for like 20 years and now it's just kind of like well it's it's different I, 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 no, yeah. it's just different i'm just i don't 
my life's rewind. I mean, I just don't have time. 100%. So it's just weird because it's like this love that you've had forever and it's not like you don't love it anymore. It's just like not in your life. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, like all my exes. No. <laughs> it's not like all your exes. <laughs> this is not Because you wouldn't take all your exes back. I would take no, cocktails back. I didn't say back I'm going to take it back. It's not like you're going to take cocktails back. You I would. Now. But I'm saying I would take cocktails back. You can't, back, though. But you wouldn't take all your exes back. No. Yeah, I'm saying no. I would take cocktails back. No, I get that. I get what you're saying. And yeah. I was just being funny. I mean, I most no, of my I'm being exes serious, are bro. friends. You're talking, about my, we're cool. you're talking about my great love, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be talking about my no, baby. But, hey, don't be talking about my baby girl I'm cocktails s- like that. I, I'm saying, no, I'm like, my exes and I are a lot of them. Most of us are friends. Hey, that's the way it know? should be. You know, at the end of the day, like, I I don't have any time to spend, like, like you and Danny are, are yeah, cool. yeah, you're fantastic, super cool. yeah, and that's how it should it's be. Ideal parenting scenario, yeah, it is. She's you know? a cool chick. I I just feel like I feel like there's a lot of life lost in like continually putting negative energy into things that you don't 100%. like or people you don't like. Yeah, 100%. Like I, like I choose, hey, we don't always hit the mark, but I really feel very confident that most of the time the people that hang around me don't hear me just talking shit or just talking negatively about things that I don't like. Because putting life into that is exactly that. You're giving it life. And if you don't want something in your life, you just gotta get away from it, you know. You yeah, gotta you try to get to. out of your consciousness as yeah. much as you can. And talking about it's not gonna help you do that. So and most of that stuff you can't control. So yeah. why put yeah. all that energy into it, you know? See, for you're sure. blessed with uh, an amazing wife, and you're happily married for 25 Five years. Yeah, years. It's crazy, right? That's no, crazy. No bro. kids either. Is the no, crazy no. Part. Dinks. I mean, 25 year well, dinks. Luckily, she's amazing, and <laughs> she keeps dinks? she keeps yeah. me around. You never heard that phrase, dinks? No. Dual, Dual income, income, no, no kids. kids. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a real a, thing. That's a, that's an old a, terminology. That's, yeah, I, I will is it, never. Is that old? That's like our parents. Really? I'll never know that. Like like the 80s, you know, coming up in the 80s. When uh, all the excess drugs, money, all that stuff going around. You never know SDK- what. SDKG. SDKG is mine. Single dad, kids grown. <laughs> Five years. There, there, there you go. SDKG. You go. SDKG. Yeah, Single put, dad, they, kids they, grown. They, they put it out there, man. That's Boom. Put that, put that on I'm t-shirt. buying a Tesla. I'm buying a Tesla. <laughs> you won't even hear me coming. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> SDKG, <laughs> single dad, KG, SDKG. That's what it is. Yes, that is uh, giving me the name of this episode. SDKG. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt, man. It'll sell. <laughs> I probably will, won't it? It'll sell. And then on the count in the back, there's a count on five, four, three, two, one <laughs> years. <laughs> years exactly. Count them down. I got less than five years last time. I- I'm good. That's crazy. No, I got a little over five. Right, it's still crazy. Yeah, I know. You know, here's the cool part. Um, you know, I talk about my kids a lot and everything, but uh, they still like to hang out with me. And my son turns 15 here in less than two weeks. Um, and my daughter turns 13 in April. And they still like to hang out with me a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And we are like the the three. We, we have a group chat on Snapchat called The Three Amigos. And... We always talk to each other on that, and it's I'm I'm so blessed to have the the two coolest people I've ever met in my entire life. The two best people are my children. Yeah, that's awesome. And their moms and I get along 
really, really well. Communications out there. As long as I pay them their money, we're good. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm but kidding. Hey, I'm no, kidding. But, also, but seriously, they appreciate you, man. I, I take they care of business. They appreciate having a good dad, and they and they understand how much their their kids yeah. love you, man. And that's yeah. not an accident. Especially to be connected. It's not to an accident, bro. Teenagers, like they... that's why you get hey, mad love Dude, and respect it's for that. So weird. It's man. the most important thing on the planet. Good for you. They're best it really friends. Is. We're all best friends together. And their moms man. and I. That's, you know, that's we, the American dream. I haven't fought with them having, in a long, long having time, man. that situation in your life. I, I, you. I haven't fought with my kids. I mean, honestly, I just all I have to do is be like, come on, guys. I told you to do that. And they're like, shit. All right. Dad means business. Like, I, when I was when I was raising them when they were younger, my mom was like, you're way too hard on your kids. And I'm like, maybe you weren't hard enough on me. Sure. And now she's like, you were 100% right. I wasn't hard enough on you, and your kids mm. are fucking great. And I was like, well, shit, man. When I was 14, I had a moped. Wow. Like, like, my parents are divorcing, and it and it was a really self-enveloped time for them to where I was I was making money. No, yeah. I was making I had to make my own money and sure. do my own thing, and, and I... That's the reason why I moved to Cedar Rapids because my mom's like, you're not going to graduate from high school. You don't give a fuck. You have the key to the city. You're working at a radio station, which is K-Live, which is like Z102.9 down here. Like, I didn't give a shit about school. Yeah. My kids, on the other hand, are both straight-A students, 100%, both heavily involved in sports, even though my son has an, endured an injury uh, for the last six weeks. Um, but he's still on. he was still on the football team. He's on the wrestling team. And they're both straight A students, like 4.0, like killing it. And, awesome. you know, it's like, shit, man. I, I don't know what I did. You were there life. and you cared. Well, I just, I just. That's what you did. You gave him an I, opportunity. And I, I was hard on him. I showed him love. I showed him respect. Yeah. Out of love, love and respectfully. And love. No, yeah. yeah, man. Hey, listen, you can oh. do it if you do it right. Yeah, a lot of and times now you we're can kind of like, soften up on them if you're hard on them first. They we're already have it instilled now. in them. Like, yeah. I don't got to worry about anything. Yeah. You know, like my son the other day, you know, he has this girlfriend that he kind of got in trouble with last year for making out in like uh, classrooms that were not used because he had a key because the teachers, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, he, he'd go in in the morning and do the morning show for, or the, the show that goes on at 9 o'clock in the morning, whatever. So that's and then how, after that, he'd have his own private morning kid. show. Yeah, and then he him and his girlfriend got... Following <laughs> his, his footsteps right his, there. No, he didn't get busted by the school, <laughs> but his mom busted him with with text. And she goes through his phone. Uh, I'm like, great. Uh, and she hit me up. And she's like, you know that they're sneaking in the classrooms and making out? And I was like, all right, listen, dude. You can't be doing this. First of all, I know what this leads to. I was 13 once. I know what the fuck this leads to. Second of all, or 14, um, your teachers are, are respecting you and giving you trust, and you're breaking that trust. You can't yeah. be doing this anymore. So that was like the one thing, you know. Absolutely. And so then uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, well, you know, what? Do you, his birthday is a week before Christmas. That poor guy. He gets everything all at once and then yeah. nothing for a year. But um, I was like, you know, what do you want for, for Christmas? And he's like, oh, I don't know, a couple of things, this and that. He goes, his girlfriend, right after they finished eighth grade, she moved to Arizona and is living there permanently with her parents and everything. And he goes, and he's still dating her. I let him FaceTime and they talk on the phone and stuff. Hey, she's in Arizona. She ain't getting pregnant. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, so there's some new science we don't know about. 
I'm like, whatever you do on your FaceTime, I don't want to fucking know. I really don't care. Right. To be honest with you, you're almost 15 years old. Shit, man. And and uh, so he goes, I want this, Dad, and this, and, and maybe yeah. this. And he goes, and maybe a plane ticket to Arizona. And I'm like, why would you want to play? Wait, no, what? And he goes, well, you know, I can just stay with her and her parents. And I'm like, hey, man, I may be the coolest dad in the world. And I looked at him, I go, the fuck no. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, no way. Are you, am I going to send my kid to Arizona to hang out with his girlfriend for the weekend? Fuck that. Not he's 13 15. Or 15. Yeah, yeah no. no. I know. I said, I know what's going to happen there. Yeah. And I'm not about that. And he just sat there and he's kind of quiet. And I'm like, hey, man, I got to be a dad. No way. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, I don't think so. I would. I'd have the same so. feeling. Yeah, I'd have the exact same feeling. No, man, hey, it's 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 tough out there, man. It's tough, and I don't think you're doing anything wrong. Dude, but by, the balls of my kid to ask for. That. No, come on, man. No, I mean he I'm had to like surprised. test the boundaries. I'm not yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta wait for that. Hey, no. hey, I mean, he feels comfortable. You've made him comfortable 100%. being honest, and th- yeah. so no way. Like you've done it right. So he feels comfortable being completely open and honest. And right and now he's that. like, I wanna, yeah, you should. And hey, and you handled it properly, I'm sure. I don't, you know, and it's like he will continue to do that. But yeah, of course. Come on, bro. Yeah, of course he wants to go down there. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. But, but I was like. Uh, hey, I'm not saying you should have said yes. I'm not, say, I'm not trying to say that I'm at all. Like, but I'm saying I'm not surprised he asked He should have played it different. Like, hey, dad, you want to take a trip to Arizona? You know, like no, hit, I like it. Hit that he, up I, in February I, when the Cubs are playing. I li- I'm hey, like, all right. I like it when he, I like it. That he wasn't sneaky about it. He was direct. 100. I like that. I'm, I'm making a joke out of it, but you're you're 100 correct. I like that for you. No, too. and he was, and he was, he was 100 dead serious. He's like, or a plane ticket to Arizona. And I'm like, why would you play? Wait, I know why. Um, he's like, well, I could stay with her and her parents. And I'm like, dude, I am not going to let you stay overnight with your girlfriend. I don't care. No, no, no. You need to be 18 years old. I was 18. You know, after 18, hey, man, I really can't say a whole lot. You were 18. The first time. Freedom. First time you did the Diddy? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the first time I ever, my mom ever let a girl sleep over at my house. Oh. Because she was like, no way, not until you're 18. I almost feel like if I stayed at my mom's house, she still probably wouldn't. (laughs) Well, you know, at that point, she's like, you're an adult. What can I say? You're going to do whatever you want. And so that's the same rules that are going to apply for me. My my mom would. 18 years old. Probably let us stay in the same room, but say something. No. I feel like she was. You know, and and here's the problem like, Xander and Rye are two years and four months apart. So there's going to be a point in time in the next couple of years here that they're going to be like, I want to have friends over. And he's like, I'm going to want friends over. Oh, and I'm going to have to be like, no, oh, I'm going to have to yeah. keep them completely separated because this is a big house. There's a lot yeah. of nooks and crannies and crevices. And you don't, you don't want your house to be that house. Hell no. No. It's not going to be that. I mean, house. I, had, I know you're not I had parents, like, you know, you know friends, that, parents that let us drink at their house as long as we stayed there, and you know, we'd all lie to our parents and say we're staying at. Mark's house and Mark would say he's staying at my yeah, house and we course. all sit there, but nothing really happened. We just kind of got drunk and the parents are cool as shit. They're like, all right, as long as you nothing happened. I mean, I'm sure some stuff did, but I'm, not with me. Okay, I'm I mean, sure yeah. not with you, but I'm sure some people were probably yeah. But everybody kind of slept in the community down. room, so yeah. And there was always people sneaking off. Yeah. Hey, we all had that house. 
that the parents. I'm going to put it out there: is that Julie Petch's house? Wow! Oh yeah, you just, just called her, her out. Wow! No, her parents are still you cool as fuck. Just Joel put her on Joel podcast blast. Oh yeah, hell yeah! People in Delaware are going to know about this lady's <laughs> scenario. Yeah, now. no, and it was great because, like, literally, we just all. <laughs> Fall asleep and then get up the next day and there's pancakes and bacon eggs and it was like a big smorgasbord. Like for you, for some people when you fall no, asleep, but see there everybody were was kind of weird. Off. Like oh come on, I don't know. Maybe there was, but I how, don't know how many people. How, what was the total group size? Like six or eight. So like four and four. Yeah, like well, four girls. Four sometimes boys? it was three girls and five boys. You know, I mean, they made a movie about it, what? but uh, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, nothing what, what like age, that. What ever. age is this? What are you, 15? 14? Uh, 15, 16. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was 16 because hey, we had to leave our keys. Yeah. No, no, seriously, yeah, because bro. we're all such good friends. This isn't the debut. Yeah, but hey. No, hey, when I you know. Were, hey, when you were asleep, weird. there was at least one girl and one dude. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, but come see, on, we're bro. all such good friends that they dated other people outside of our group because we all dated each other when we were like freshman and sophomore, and then junior year we're like, yeah, no. But we all like to hang out, and they all had different boyfriends that they weren't there. You know, I know it sounds fucking weird. I know, sixteen. Yeah. I, was, I was going yeah. to like keg parties and stuff where everybody would crash at one house. Yeah, and nothing, like, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. Well, I would say. I mean, there was there was definitely stuff going on. Yeah, I know, I mean, but <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 let, let, let put it this way: ninety percent of parents who would have walked in there and been like, "No, leave! Like, well, I'm taking you with me right now." Here's the thing: I'm not going to be that parent that is going to let boys and girls stay over at the house until they're eighteen years old. I think it's probably and that's basically that's basically the point, decision. right? Now, if if I catch my you know my kids drinking here with their friends. And I'm like, all right, well, give me your keys, and you're going to stay here, and you're going to call your parents and say you're staying here. I'm not going to rat them out. I'll just be like, I want you to be safe. Yeah, actually, my, my dad growing up, he was like, hey, I'd rather have you drink here with your friends and be safe than and then, go out to these like crazy keg parties and stuff. Right. I you mean, know, I, I never took him up on it because I just thought that would be really weird. But I, I didn't really drink. I, I didn't really drink like all through high school trap. anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I didn't really drink through high school anyway. I just went to the parties. I was the guy who, like brought like Mountain Dew with me and stuff. So I was you kinda, know, a lot of these uh, high, high school kids anymore they don't they don't drink that much no. because the consequences of drinking are so yeah. severe. Yeah. You know what they do? Drugs. No, they they smoke pot. Yeah, they sure. get high. Uh, they yeah. they vape or they smoke pot or they ingest. Right? You know what I'm saying? Do mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, gummies or edibles or whatever? And honestly. Get high as fuck and watch my fucking home theater. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I right. don't care. Gross. I had this conversation the other day with a with an attorney that I respect in this town. That comes in. Hope he don't listen to this podcast. What's but his he, name? I'm not saying <laughs> Absolutely not. But I was Turned surprised. Fair play, right? I, I was surprised. Thomas Viner. Because <laughs> I was surprised at how adamantly opposed he was when I said that I feel like alcohol is way more dangerous than marijuana. 100%. I do. So yeah. ultimately, at the end of the day, would I rather have my kids smoke or drink? If we had to choose one or the other, I think I'd rather have him smoke. And Absolutely. I and the, and it's just how old's your boy? Twelve. Yeah. I don't want him smoking now. No, of course I don't not. Want until I mean the same same rules apply as far as you know development of one human being. No, they and, need to be eighteen. You know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. but I actually twenty one. But I, I anybody who is opposed to that, I'm not. Hey, listen, we all we always so, have to agree to disagree. But I just feel like 
from just from a logical standpoint, if you do any research and you look at the statistics and you look at anything logically, like just, marijuana is probably one of the best actual drugs to help you through a lot of different ailments. It actually helps people. Yeah. Alcohol does not. Alcohol kills people every single day. Yeah. 100% it does. Um, here's the deal. Um, January 1st, Illinois is going to be legal. Yep. So you can go across the border in Davenport or Clinton or Dubuque um, and get marijuana. I don't recommend it. At least for the first yeah, couple yeah. months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, are you are you really are you really thinking that you're gonna come across on January first with marijuana? You don't think they're gonna be like pulling over everybody coming across Nasser, that first Nasser, couple days? Listen, just, you don't just put it in you your don't. butthole. Just put it in your butthole. Put it in my um, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, but here's the deal. Okay, yeah. so when I'm gonna Nasser, pass on that, right? I'll still smoke it. <laughs> wow. Unless it's a gummy bear. Like, this thing tastes wow. like shit. Right? <laughs> Ass weed. Yeah. Okay, but here's the deal. Um, when Illinois, uh, you know, when Iowa became or decided to still be a control state and Wisconsin, Illinois did not for alcohol and tobacco, um, it was the same deal. Right, so you can go over to Illinois and buy a fifth of of Captain Morgan for five or six dollars cheaper than you can in Iowa, and you can bring that right across and drink it, okay? And because Iowa's a control state, they put a fifty percent tax on all alcohol and tobacco. It's the exact same deal. No, it's, it's not. No, it's it's a matter of time. Alcohol is still legal in Iowa. Okay, but it's bootlegging if you come across the border. Yeah, with but it. it's still legal in Iowa, so it's okay, definitely. Okay, but it's only a matter of time until Iowa has to follow I, suit with th- everybody it else. It is, but sure. they haven't. It's gonna. Hey, listen. It's gonna be a while. You, hey, you know. But you can't have cops sitting at the fucking oh, bridges. Oh, dude. They're not gonna I, do I that. Think there, I think there's too much traffic. There's I'm too much traffic pot? between oh, Iowa dude. and Illinois across dude, those major for pot, they're not gonna. To do that. You don't, you don't no think, way. You don't think on day one they're gonna really try to no, like, not just random people. Okay, there's, so, there's way too much traffic, like Illinois okay, and so Iowa traffic get, going back. You and get forth caught with there. a fucking dime bag. What are they gonna give you? A fine? Well, I mean, and you, take your weed. Are, are you buying? They, you don't even go to jail in Iowa a anymore. Dime for bag from a shop? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go back over, over and get one. You're gonna drive over the border. I mean, maybe you live right in one of the quantities on the side. You're driving over the border for a dime bag. Okay, but that's what they're worried about. You know, they're making this whole big stink tech. They're gonna do something. They can do shit about it, dude. You're gonna go over there. You're gonna buy your reading and smoke it. You've done it before. How many people went to Chicago and brought overweight? Well, it'll be I mean, like, it'll be like the gambling thing. They legalized gambling because they were sick of all the money going outside of Iowa. Yeah. So they want their, they want their cut. They inevitable. want their part. And if they start losing all this money over to Illinois because everybody's going over there to apparently not if we get vote marijuana. for Kim Reynolds again. Did you right. see that thing again this week? She is yeah. like doubling well, down. She's like, I am well, not. Well, that's all she has. That's all she fucking has. Well, Here's the thing: it's inevitable. It's inevitable, just like prohibition was. Well, it really is, and you know it. Yeah. Here's the thing about inevitable: until it's tangible, it's nothing. And I feel like okay, but it's de- hey, it's decriminalized in Iowa under a certain amount yeah. because we have five dispensaries in Iowa. Do you know that, right? For medical use, I know there's yes, yeah, none medical. in Cedar Rapids, right? Waterloo, Davenport, Sioux City, Des Moines. I mean, shit, dude, they're already there. It's already here. 
All you got to do is go to the doctor and be like, I got fucking migraines and I have insomnia. And guess what? You can go get fucking weed. Dude, they're making a big deal out of it because they can. And that's all there is to it. It's inevitable. I mean, it'll be another year or two. Yeah. And then it's going to be. You'll see that two, three years down the road here. And it's going to be fucking legal for recreational use. It'll be a money money thing. Good deal because then the cops have to fucking deal with the real shit that's going on instead of fucking pot, man. Yeah, hey, cops. Yeah, yeah, hey, most cops are just. They don't give a shit. They think it's ridiculous, too. They don't give a shit. I've seen a few scenarios where it's, it's been made very clear that. Um, no, if you get understand the reality of what that is, if you get busted with a fucking and what it should be sack in your pocket right now, they're like, "Hey, we got to take this, but uh, get out of here." You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to jail for that shit anymore. Oh, that's not true. Well, it depends on how many priors you've had. It it depends on a lot of other things. Well, I mean, we're not going to get into that. Come on, we're not going to get into like how the cops feel sometimes. Well, in Cedar Rapids, yes. Just in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, that's silly. Maybe <laughs> that's ridiculous, Brian. What are you? What are you saying? I don't know. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Too. I love you. I love this podcast. Too, too, too I love. I loved your Bears T-shirt. Go Bears! Can we get a quarterback? We're playing Dallas tomorrow. So. How 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 long? How how many years will it take before you stop thinking that not only did we not draft either Watson or Mahomes in the spot that we had, but we traded up? To get that dude that currently well, plays. Tra- trade up one spot, too. Yeah. And one spot. He would have been there anyway. He'd have been there if we traded down 10 <laughs> spots. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're making Brian <laughs> uncomfortable. He's, I've he's never been like, to Soldier Field. All right. Uh, yeah, I haven't either. I've been to Wrigley hey, 66 okay, hey, times. Hey, Brian, but... here's my thing. My my number one thing. If I get if this thing works out in, by in year two or three, the bar. That was the number one thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy myself a set of season tickets for the Bears, and, and I'm gonna go with And you. if I do that, I absolutely would love to take you to your first God game. Damn it! You might have to amazing. wait like 12 to 24 months, but we'll see. That's definitely what I want to do. I've been waiting fucking 38 years. So that's what. Uh, that's one. Uh, I have maybe a couple. I have a couple a little. Ah! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't count on. Are we gonna turn? Are we gonna turn? No. This, are we gonna turn this into a sports broadcast? Oh, no, yeah. for, for just half a second. All right, yeah, <laughs> okay. Can, sure. What hey, okay. I mean, we're in football season right now. You know what I'm saying? I, who do you think is the top team right now? If you were picking the number one rated team in football, Patriots. who do you think right now? Nope, absolutely not. They're not, uh, they're the, not Ra- the, Ra- the Ravens are playing this absolutely one hundred percent question without a doubt. It's gotta be the Ravens. I'm telling Shows you, hey, how much I know. The, the, hey. the, the Ravens and 49ers are playing the best football. Yeah, I agree. That felt like the Super Bowl, didn't it? It did. It felt like a preview. It felt. It felt like the Super Bowl. Hey, the yeah. pa- hey, here's what's happening with the Patriots. They're they're there's hey, listen, don't count them out. If they came out and ended up going on a run, would you be surprised? No, but I I, I feel like it's starting to maybe take that real. Final dip for hey, Tom Brady. Maybe Tom Brady will be in Chicago playing for the Bears. Uh, did you see that thing earlier? I did see that. So I did see that. That will never happen. No, I that don't want so that. I'm, I'm, just trying, to give, I'm trying to give you guys some hope here. I'll take him to second right now. I would take him right. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to give you guys some hope. I want that. I would absolutely want that. 50-year-old Tom Brady is better than Trubisky. You don't, you don't, you don't, 100%. You, you don't want one of the winningest quarterbacks of all time? Oh, give me that right now. I'm never going to lie. I'll take it. I don't know. I will, I'll, my whole tune about like John Brady, Brady would change. I'll go back with Cutler. We'll just go back with Cutler. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure he's I mean, chain smoking wow. somewhere. Hey, 
he probably still throw a fifty yard pass. Oh, I'm sure he can. Yeah. Are you, are you a color fan? No, not really. Yeah. No. Why would you want to go back to that? Well, because look at my options. You would rather have Cutler than Tom Brady? No, Tom Brady's not an option. He's a more realistic option than Cutler. <laughs> Cutler's done, bro. Cutler's come on, bro. I I'm going to try out next year. Wow. Yeah, I'll try out for quarterback. Unreal. The, the transitions on the show are amazing. I know, right? Going from like music to like marijuana to bears. It's, it's pretty good, it's man. Because I'm wearing it's, it's pretty good. vintage bear <laughs> shirt. Sure. Yeah, like, this thing good. is like 20 years old. Yeah. yeah, I would like to get an 85 Bears poster down at the bar or something. I well, you need one. one. I do. You need one. I didn't know you were that big of a Bears you, fan. You already have a refrigerator yeah, no, down hey, there. I, my, my two teams growing up were always, I like <laughs> the fridge. Uh, <laughs> yes. You already have the fridge down there, bro. You're, you're good to go. Nice. <laughs> That's fucking great. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is productive. No, it was a good time. Uh, yeah, absolutely, we're, we're probably time. coming close to an end. I gotta, I have to, I have to get back to the bar and cover the in between shifts. Yeah, yeah. He, he still has a job to do. Real it's life crazy. calls. Crip and I can hang out all night. You can, yeah. But yeah. well, actually, he's my ride. So ah! <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that's true too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am not saying. Hey, we can stay for another. No, we're good, man. We're good. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for coming out and making your time today. Nassar Cooper, Justin Crippen. Absolutely. Finally, Justin Crippen in here. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to the GXP podcast. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye.